Hello chess, your boy. Today is day two. I mean, today is day 12 of my imperfect life. Today was a pretty good day. Today was a day off for me. Um, yeah, just kind of going off of yesterday's vibe. Well, not really, but you know, yesterday's I was very, very, very tired. I was extremely tired. And, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think I spoke more than two minutes yesterday. Eddie, what are you laughing at? So, is there a world where you can speak less than two minutes? Is there a rule that can speak less than two minutes? Is there a world where you speak less than two minutes? Yes, Eddie. Yes, there actually is. Thank you very much. I am very capable of not talking a lot. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyways, um, yeah. Um, I. What was I saying? Anyways, what did I do today? I spent some time, honestly, by myself, just chilling, reflecting, catching up on some things. I just remember I was supposed to do something, but I forgot. Anyways, I'll probably do it some other day. Um, I went to see my printer, Heidi Lawrence. Uh, my God. It's so cool, like, I went to see her to inquire about printing quotations and whatnot for my books, the trilogy, Struggles with the Dreamer trilogy. If you don't already own it, you can get it at strugglesofthedreamer.com. Fortunately, the third, second and third books are not out yet, but you can get the second and first book. Anyway, Struggles with the Dreamer. I went to see her, and we were reminiscing as to how we met. She was talking, she was like, I remember this scrawny little kid. He was standing at a dingy old bus stop looking like he needed a ride. And uh, we were just coming from a networking seminar and I was gonna take the bus while she was gonna drive home. She had a, a, a Jetta wagon and um, she stopped her car. You know, we had met inside the networking event. She just stopped her car and she was like, do you need a ride? I'm like, yes, I do. So she took me to the subway. And then, funny, she made a confession to me. She was like, mind you, she's like 80 years old, eh? She's 80 years old now. And uh, she was telling me how, you know, like, she prints books. She's in the publishing world for a long time. She's like my mentor in a way. Well, not in a way. She is my mentor. I learned a lot from her. I got connected by her. So I'm very grateful for her. Heidi Lawrence. So anyway, she was telling me when I told her that I was going to write a book. I'm writing a book. She's like, shut up, right? She didn't believe me. Because every single person she meets tells her that they are writing a book. And... Almost every single one of them don't say anything else after that. Like, no one follows through. No one follows up or say anything. But then, when I wrote my book and got in touch with her, she was surprised. You know, she didn't doubt that I could do it. Don't get me wrong. She was just judging based on past experiences as to what her experience has been with other people who say they're gonna write a book but don't do it. Heck, even if even she wants to write, well, even she is writing a book now, and she says how extremely difficult it is. And uh, like even for me, like when I'm writing a book, like even for me, writing a book is not easy. 
it's easy when you decide to do it and you take it one page at a time. But writing a book, thinking about writing a book, is not an easy feat. And I'm not saying this just to, to wax eloquence of my self-importance or nothing. I'm not important. I'm just a guy like you. So it's like, you know, writing a book is not easy. And she was, she was saying that she didn't believe that I was going to write a book. I mean, it's hard. So... <laughs> And so I was telling her how long my third book was, is 524 pages. She was so shocked. She's like, what? What did you write that is 524 pages? She was so surprised. So it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's really fascinating, man. The conversation I had with her, I took a picture of the restaurant that we met. It's now under renovation, being converted to something else. And I showed it to her. I was going to send it to her from back in August, I think it was, and I didn't. And I'm glad that I showed it to her. She was so taken aback by the fact that it's been, like, since 2009. That's when we met, 2009. And then you have 2019. That's 10 years. And then 20, 21. That's uh, 12 years ago, man, we met. Heidi Lawrence and I met 12 years ago when Struggles of a Dreamer was but a, a seedling, not even a freaking tree yet, or a plant or a shrub or whatever. So it's so interesting, man. It really is interesting, just to say the least, that how somebody who I met very briefly at a networking seminar who gave me a ride happens to be... <laughs> God bless you. Happens to be the person that would teach me and help me to get started in the publishing world. That would print my book and help me to grow my business so significantly that I'm able to like outsell a lot of authors because because of her, I was able to print a lot more books than I could afford. You know, she did me a solid favor, man. I don't know what the heck she saw in me, but she trusted me. I have never, ever signed any contract whatsoever um, to print my books with her. I put a deposit of $3,000. She advanced me $20,000. I mean, yeah, $20,000 worth of books. No credit check, no signature, no... Oh, what's your marketing plan? Nah. They say, here you go. She trusted me. So I forever respect her and I forever I'm grateful for her because she made my success possible, man. Like, you know, it's just so cool. And I'm very fortunate. And I was telling her that and she told me this. She's like, karma is real, man. Don't underestimate the power of karma. And I 100% agree with her. Like, you know, being a Christian, I call it something else. But anyways, but, you know, karma is real. Karma is effective. She said for the last 30 years she's been in business, you know, people, I always wonder, Heidi, how are you able to get so much business? How are you able to do this? How she's like, because I'm nice to people. Whether or not they're nice back to me, I'm nice to them. I give to them generously. No matter what position they are in life, I just give to them. You know, I don't think about what I can get in return. I just help them. She gave me a right. 
She didn't have to, but she did. I remembered her. When I was ready to print my book, I went to her. And through her, I got connected to my editor. And I did a lot of, and I've done a lot of business with my editor. I got one book, two books, three books with my editor. And I've spent close to, if not more than $20,000 with my editor. And then with Heidi, I've spent God knows how much. You know, closer to 50000 if not more. Just from that one ride that I got from her. You know? So it's like, don't think about what can I gain from helping this person. Just help them. And how do y'all, she was telling me that you just, just be like a farmer. And I'm, this is me adding my part here. She's like, be like a farmer. Just go around sowing good seeds. Just sow good seeds, man. If you see garbage on the floor and you're near a garbage can and you can pick it up hygienically or if you have a sanitizer, pick it up and put it in the garbage. You'll make somebody else's day better because they don't see that garbage littering everywhere. You know, it's like little things like that. That's I do that sometimes. Or like if somebody needs a a ride and you are in a position to give them a ride and it's safe for you to do so why the hell not just excuse my language just give them a ride you ain't. huh i say you ain't you ain't doing that baby. I, I ain't giving nobody a ride <laughs> my wife has spoken so it's like don't go thinking about how you're gonna you know how you can benefit from helping people just help people like for example when i'm doing a book signing and i meet somebody who wants to read my book but cannot afford it i literally just give it to them for free i just give it to them like i don't do it all the time but like when somebody wants it you can tell generally when when that circumstance when that situation is right you just you just give it. Just be like, here you go. Please, read the book. I mean, my book, when I print in quality, quantity, so I can afford to give my book out for free, you know, sometimes. There's nothing wrong with giving my book away for free. You know, I know that if someone really, I am keen on getting people who read my book, who buy my book, to want to read it. I don't want to sell my book just because... I want to make money. Yeah, it's important. But I want to sell my book to people who want to read it. And that's why I'm jacking up the price of my book. So that people who are just looking to collect books are not buying it and just keeping it as freaking placeholders. I want you to spend money on it so that when you look at it, you'll be like, yo, I spend money on this thing. I'm going to read it. So I want people to read my book. So it's like, i give you an example. Was, and I shared this in the past, but I don't know if any of y'all watch or listen, but a few years ago, I was doing a book signing at the Kitchener location, and I met this young YouTuber musician who was just kind of getting started, looking for his big break. And he, he told me what he does, you know, he's a YouTuber making videos, and he reminded me of Justin Bieber, and I told him, man, Justin Bieber... Sorry, I'm making spaghetti. And he's like, oh my God, here he goes with that Justin Bieber story. But like, yo, Justin Bieber, man, he started very humbly doing his thing. And this man reminded me of Justin Bieber. I'm like, bro, don't give up. And he couldn't afford to buy my book. So, you know, I signed the book for him. One and two, Tunde, Struggles with a Dreamer. 
and I put it in the back for him and I gave it to him. Two, less than five days later, his mom, I get an email or a text or whatever from his mom who said, my kid, something along the line of, I think she would say something along the line of, my kid doesn't really read, so doesn't read that often, isn't interested in books, but he read your books. He likes your book. And that makes me, that made me happy that he was reading your book. And then she literally ordered, I forget how many copies. I'm not going to lie to you. I forget. But it was some ridiculous number. It was a lot. And I think maybe $500 worth or maybe $200 worth. I think it was maybe two or $300 worth. I don't know. But it's a number that, that had me dropping my job for a second because I didn't do anything to get it. I just got it. Okay, maybe I did do something, but you know, it was effortless. Like she literally just said, oh, I'd love to meet you. love to invite you over to our house. Just like that, just because I was generous to her kid. And she bought a book for each one of her family members and gave me a tour of their house. They lived, they built a custom home out in a farm out of town somewhere. It took me hour. It took me an hour to get there. It was, it was kind of cool. But anyways, so I got to see somebody's home. They had a chicken coop. Um, they have a pool. They have a urinal because obviously they have boys. And she's like, trust me, urinals work magic for boys. You don't have to worry about the freaking sink. I mean, the, the toilet seat being down because they have their urinal to do whatever it is they need to do. And everybody else is happy. So that was a cool idea, actually. Who knows? I might end up having a urinal too. <clears throat> oh, no comment. Great. Anyways, so it's so cool. Like, I got to tour their home. You know, we had conversations and whatnot. So, and now the guy has reviewed my third book. So it's like little things like that. Or there was another gentleman. I forget his name. I think his name is Arthur. Arthur. Uh, at Ajax store, he really wanted to buy my book, but he told me, finances ain't good right now. So he left the store disappointed. I chased him and I gave him a free copy of my book. Lo and behold, every single time I'm doing a book signing in Ajax and nice and he sees me, he buys me a latte. And you know with Starbucks latte ain't cheap. Uh, Starbucks lattes are not cheap. They're like you know, a grande, medium-sized latte will cost you at least $5, guaranteed. I don't know what they put in that thing that makes it worth $5, but whatever. I'm not going to ask. I'm just going to drink. So, every time this man brings me a latte, every time he sees me, he buys me a latte. Every time. So, not only has he paid for the book, but he just keeps giving me free lattes. Like, he didn't pay... Like, he has paid me in latte so many times that, you know, I could probably get another book or something. But you get you get my point. So, again, I didn't do this for free latte. Heck, I didn't know I was going to get a latte every time. But I did it because the man had the desire to want to read my book. And I respect that so much. And I think it's something that one has to honor. So, little things like that. Look at Heidi. I'll give you an example with Heidi. Um, I've met a printer. I know a guy whose name will go unmentioned because, you know, I have nothing against him, but 
not somebody I ever want to associate with. Um, it's not somebody I want to associate with. I'm not a judgmental person, but I'm not much for his kind of personality, to be quite frank. So let's just leave it there. He, uh, he became associated with a printing house and me being the only author, well, I'm not the only author he knows, but me being one of the few authors or one of the authors that he knew, he automatically called me up and said, hi, you got to come out and check out our printing operation and I want you to become our customer. I went, I'm like, yeah, y'all are cool, y'all are looking nice. Not for me though, it's not my interest. And he was, he just could not believe why I would not print with him. I told him, I like my printer, my printer is awesome. I don't need to change it. Why do I need to change it and some, change something that's not broken? So I didn't, I stuck with Heidi. To this day, he doesn't understand. Not that he calls me, because I won't pick up his phone call. I probably will pick up his phone call because I'm that kind of a guy. But, because never know, he might need help with something. But, yeah, like, he just could not understand why I would not leave Heidi to go print with him. I'm sorry. I'm loyal to her. She's good. She's good people. You know, so it's like little things like that. You know, people, you take care of people, they take care of you. It's simple. But the most important thing is to realize to take care of people, whether or not you believe they'll take care of you. That's the distinction. Because if you take care of people because you know they'll take care of you, you won't take care of anybody. Because you're going to get burnt once and you're going to be discouraged from taking care of anybody else. So the key is to take care of people whether or not they're going to take care of you. And uh, yeah, that's the lesson that I got from Heidi. You know, just be kind to sow good seeds everywhere you go. Be kind to everybody. Don't piss anybody off. She specifically said that. Don't piss anybody off because people remember who pissed them off and yeah man so just think about it hope you got some value out of this i pray you got some value out of it and i hope this makes your life so much better because it sure as hell heck made my life so much better as a result strugglesofadreamer.com is my website i invite you to read my book because it will inspire you you can get it at strugglesofadreamer.com. The name of the book is Struggles of a Dreamer. Yes, I've said it three times, so you cannot have any excuse. Oh, what's that book again? No, Struggles of a Dreamer. And I'm going to say it one more time. Struggles of a Dreamer. Oh, excuse me. God bless you, and may all of your dreams come true. And remember, you matter. Anything is possible. Cheers. Cheers.